Yeah, so uh, this past week, we witnessed the most epic display of a gym class hero I think we've seen so far in 2020, gentlemen. Uh, when it comes to trolling, this should be considered a first ballot Hall of Fame incident. Welcome to episode 13, wow, 13, of the Gym Class Hero podcast entitled Sneaky Savage. A gym class hero. The guy or group of guys in high school or junior high that always kick everyone's asses in games and basically made you feel even more shitty about your own suckiness. Welcome to the Gym Class Hero Podcast, where participation trophies go to die. Investigations and laughs, it's what we do, y'all. Hopefully everyone treated their mamas right for Mother's Day. I know I for sure treated p mom right. Over here. Oh, wow. Oh, shots fired <laughs> right off the bat. Hello. I'm uh, Thomas Michael, your host, creator, and Barstool fanboy. Uh, our heroes, Perez and Burns, got some uh, tough decisions to make today, so uh, let's get at it. First, a quick hit. In South Beach this past weekend, a man was seen walking on the beaches dressed as the Grim Reaper. I don't know if y'all saw this. Uh, you know, because Florida. The heroes are currently here in Charleston. We're doing this live and in person right now, which means we'll be uh, hitting the beach as soon as we wrap up here. And it's funny that I wrote that down, and that's how that's actually all panning out. I like it better the other way, going back to phones. So <laughs> heroes, they're like, I don't want to see your face. <laughs> he's got a he's got a face for radio, guys. Uh, if this dude happened to walk up to you on the beach today and started spewing doomsday Rona rhetoric at you, what would your reaction be? Now, can I make a prediction? Okay, let me first make a prediction. I imagine that Perez would ask himself if he'd like to sit down and meditate about it. <laughs> Not ask himself, ask Eric, the guy. Would you like to have a conversation, maybe? <laughs> would you like to would you like to talk this out? Because I'm I'm here for you when you're ready, Grim Reaper guy. And I imagine Burns would giggle and tell the guy to go F himself. So um Burns, what do you think your reaction would be to the Grim Reaper spewing uh, Rona rhetoric at you? I would initially Am I right? giggle and tell him to go F himself, but uh, as I drink my White Claw, I don't, I mean, I figured I, I, I want to go with something different now that you called us all out. Well, I just, it just shows that I know you guys so well. Yeah. Well, we've known each other for 20 years. That's it's all it is. Right, right, right there with it. But all right, um, P-Rez, would you have ahead. asked the guy to sit down and take deep breaths in, slow breaths out? Maybe Shavasana? No, I think... <clears throat> Maybe Shavasana. Spell that for me. S-H-A-V-A-S-A-N-A. <laughs> Look at you. Um, We're all no, spelling I mean, champs here. I think the best line to take with that kind of guy is just uh, don't give him any kind of reaction. Just look at him square in his face until he goes away. Is this like the old guy that you ran, uh, that you lapped on the trek last episode and uh, he said something to you and you just kind of stared him, off. him he down? Took, he, he went wide with it, man. You know, he, he's got a... Give me some room if you're going to come over there and like tell me how it is. I still believe that uh, the best possible solution to uh, shutting someone up is saying nothing and just staring. Absolutely. <laughs> it just disappears. Whatever kind of shit they're trying to throw at you, it just goes away. Well, uh, truth be told, we did actually, we've been to the beach twice already. Um, so it's a crazy house out there right now. So I'm pretty sure any guy walking around in a green room, this was last weekend before things started to ramp up a little bit. Um and again, Florida's been open a little bit longer, but this dude walking around telling people, you're going to die. 
probably wouldn't fly on Folly today because I just talked to my boss and he said there's thousands of people out there right now. He just got back. I mean, I think I would ask the guy to take a look in the mirror and maybe come up with some type of witty humor. Maybe ask him to go ahead and start the trend. <laughs> well, he's out there too, you know? Like, it's not like... He's got the Grim Reaper mask on. He's good. Uh, is he good? Is he? <laughs> no, and those have like extra special like, breathing apparatuses in them. I would look him dead in his eyeballs and tell him that he, I was inside of him already. You just or breathe just, or, me or, in, or give bro. some ironic like response, like I've been dead for years, bro. <laughs> Bring it. No Grim Reaper today. All right. So uh, I just got to ask this question. We kind of discussed it ahead of time. Main topics today. I've got two for you. The first one, top playground game of all time. We've hypothesized around a lot of these. Now that you've had a minute to think about this, what do you think the top playground game of all time might be? I'm going to go with the classic hide and go seek. Oh, we didn't even say that I one. I know, I know. Because I was, I was digging good. deep. And it brought back a memory of mine because any type of playground game, you know, I was ballish. I was dominating. And we liked we the got, gym class <clears throat> hero runs deep. <laughs> it does. And, you know, I was lucky enough to grow up in a neighborhood that had like a ton of kids our age. So we got like neighborhood wide hide and go seeks. And we would do it a lot at dusk, like right when the sun was going down. And I was always getting caught and I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, how do these mofos know where I'm at? Like, I'm doing a pretty good job of bobbing and weaving. After a few rounds, you know, I was getting frustrated, and then one of my friends tells me, dude, you keep wearing your L.A. gear light-up shoes. Dude. We know exactly where you're at. Yeah, that's poorly played on your part. Yeah. Let's be honest, bro. I mean, you it might have been it skilled, but you also put yourself at a severe you disadvantage. Didn't even think about it. It's very anti-gym class hero. Oh, yeah. dude. I was sitting there behind the bush with my red lights glowing for everyone to see. I am convinced that this entire story was just to promote L.A. gear light-up shoes that you were wearing and you're you're bragging about it. Well, it's either that or you're just I mean, trying to is, make up for the a, shame that you feel for wearing them. Listen, it is a subtle brag. <laughs> I did rock those shoes out, but I was more of the uh, pump-ups. The Reebok pumps? Oh, yeah. Yeah, not the pump-ups. The, the Reebok pumps. You had to pump them up. The Twilights. Yeah. Yeah. I think right. I own both at some point. Oh, yeah. Not, I didn't know those more than I own pairs of Sambas, Adidas Sambas. Oh, dude. Oh, we all had those. And the gazelles. I didn't even play that much so- soccer. And I, I had, had Sambas and Gazelles equally. Like, who even cared about soccer back then either, though? No. You know? No. Like, we care more about soccer now than we ever did back if then. If it was a World Cup year, we did. All right, Burns, what about you? What is your top playground game of all time? What comes in number one in the Hall of Fame? You know, it's tough. Like, I was just a basketball fan, but so, you know, playing on the blacktop was just natural to me but i would say when it came to like summer camp or like you know playground you know just had to wing it and come up with a game uh i think it was called fox and hounds uh which which were like you had like a team of like three would be in like a wooded area but you'd you would have an epicenter that was the safe spot that you had to get to okay one team would have to go out and hide but after a certain time, they would all have to come to this one spot, and the other team would have to defend it. If you get tagged... Oh, it was a tag situation. It was a tag situation. Okay. But, like, there was some epic, like... I, I meeting, imagine that. ...meetings at the epicenter. Like, it was, like, <laughs> like some broken ankles and stuff. Like, people like would... diving, run, di- Heismans. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it, it was, you know, and it was in a really cool... It was at the YMCA in Charlotte. 
it's a really cool like wooded area that had like a, it was one rectangular wooded area that you could really run through and had some good trails and for me that was one of the the Bring better back the childhood the memories better moments uh yeah fox and hound i swear to god i never heard of that one you i haven't but you know the key thing is is that you made a decisive decision and when it came down to it you got your situation situated. <laughs> <laughs> we went out to dinner last night, and the server walks up to us after uh, our drinks have been dropped off, and he goes, so uh, now that we got the drink situation situated, I've heard it like that. It turned before. into a conversation since we've all waited tables before. Yeah, <laughs> We never said that ever in our life. It's kind and of on impressive. The, and on the ride home, I believe Victoria made a decision. No, it was decision. me. A decisive decision. <laughs> <laughs> it's super important to be decisive in your decisions. Uh, I just do want to throw out some other things that could have been possibilities for these top playground games of all time. Uh, dodgeball. I mean, that's got to fall in your top five somewhere. So we played a version of dodgeball that, because we played full court, like in the gym. And so we played a version that, if you got tagged, you weren't out. You just kind of went to jail. And right, if and then someone caught a ball. No, you, if one of your homeboys threw it from the other side of the court and made it in the goal, they got out. Oh. So you had people shooting, like, the dodgeball softballs, like, trying to, like, and it was, I forget what we called it. I think it might have been, like, Powerball or something like that. But, like, you get tagged, you go to the little jail. If one of your boys, like, hoops one, then you huh. get out. And that was a sweet way to play. Okay. This is an interesting take on. We could, I could go on all day with these little, you know, games that we yeah, played. Like the, the parachute, customized different <laughs> ones. Remember the parachute, like oh, the balls dude. On oh top my of it. god, the parachute with yeah. all. Oh my god, that was so great. We could go all day with uh, that. Double but. Dutch, heads think, up, seven up. Think about how much COVID was in that parachute. <laughs> Lots of Rona in that chute right there. Full blown uh, Rona. I spy, jacks. Jump rope, kickball, red rover, tag, red rover, red rover, rover. No, mother dude. may I, dude? Once you send Julia right over, red light, green light over here, Julia. Red yeah. light, green light. <laughs> you, you didn't pick uh, Darius or Chris. You you picked Julia. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think her name was Stephanie or Heather. Yeah, Rachel. Out in Waxhaw, there was a lot of I'm sure there was <laughs> a lot of Julies in Waxhaw. A lot of Jessicas. <laughs> red light, green light. Yeah. What about that one? That's a good one. Uh, I'm like personally going uh, smother the man with the ball. They've called it different things, but basically it was just the shit show of trying to take the ball from the guy. Yeah, kill the man the with the ball. Yeah. That's kind of what we played. Well, I know, but like I was in like third grade, so like and you, you were chunky, really, like, so you were smothering. You didn't want to. Yeah, I was a fat kid. <laughs> I wasn't moving it. quick. But no you one didn't else want called me on it smother the man with the ball but you. Yeah. <laughs> so I turned into such a gym class hero in my adult life. Nice. <laughs> For the basketball guys, just quick, uh, if you didn't have. Even teams, you just played 21. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. That was 21. You yeah. can't forget that one. Absolutely. No, that's a good one. Is it with taps. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, we talked about capture the flag, too. That's yeah. a good one. If you had like 10 people on each team, that was always a good one. Yeah, for sure. You could really get crazy with the playground games. All right. Well, you know, everybody likes what they like. Yeah. Uh, Barstool goes hard in the paint. Uh, this is the uh, main topic of our day today. The sneaky, savage, gym class hero moment. Uh, it takes a special kind of don't give a ish mentality to uh, throw up this much money just to piss someone off. After multiple dust-ups, uh, Barstool President, El Presidente, Dave Portnoy, 
Uh, if you know anything about them, they've had a bit of an issue with the NFL over the years. After the whole Tom Brady deflate gate situation, Portnoy was a bit critical of Mr. Goodell, head of NFL operations. <laughs> and uh, this has gone over, uh, gone on for a few years. Uh, Portnoy, the president, El Presidente, has been kicked out of uh, multiple Super Bowls. Uh, actually, and not just kicked out, handcuffed and removed and arrested <laughs> for trespassing. Uh, so they don't have a great relationship. And it's funny because on the flip side of it, where Portnoy is always talking about Goodell and the corruption of the NFL, Goodell's never actually acknowledged that Barstool Sports exists, like never publicly. <laughs> it's not part <laughs> of his reality. Them. Yes. Um, okay. So we got the audio. Uh, y'all are familiar with Rona. <laughs> And uh, there's been this whole thing with celebrities and athletes where they're basically auctioning off their time or, or an experience with them in order to raise money for um, underprivileged families dealing with uh, hunger issues. So it's been this whole thing. It's been they've been taking essentially a silent uh, silent auction donations for the last month or so. Well, it just ended. And Roger Goodell was. Auctioning off a Monday night experience with him in his basement, that man cave that he did the uh, fantasy football or that he did the uh, NFL draft from. Whoever won is going to get to go watch some Monday night football with the commission, right? But guess what? Dave Portnoy, he decided, here we go. I'm going to throw some money on it and see what happens. This, folks, is the result. Okay, emergency press conference time. Um, you know this whole pandemic. Corona. Shit's going fucking, you know, bad. Businesses shut down. You know, people losing their livelihoods. We gotta raise money. We gotta help people. So all in that charity. Um, you know, I, I thought, let me just get involved. Let me bid on something. Um, try to get back to the people. You know, I, I, I've been for. He's just trying to get back, y'all. It's all for a good cause. Keep that in mind. It's all for the kids, for sure. I got some coin in my pocket, cash, whatever. So I just jumped in, picked a random charity. Um, Roger Goodell, he did a, uh, a charity with the NFL where you get to watch a Monday night football game, a Monday night football game with him at his house in his basement. So I bid on it. <laughs> auction ended today. <laughs> so he bid on it. <laughs> silent auction, you know, whatever. Guess who won the auction? Y'all know how a silent auction works, right? Oh, yeah. He doesn't know what he has to bid in order to win. So, this guy, two hundred and fifty grand, quarter milli. That's how much it cost me. <laughs> Good charity. Great charity. I'm happy to give the money. Let's fucking help people. Let's go watch some football, Roger. I got some questions. We got all day. Football takes what three, four hours. No handcuffs. No jail. I paid fair and square. I won. Fair and square, y'all. It's fair. Two hundred and a quarter of a million dollars he put up to rub it in Roger Goodell's face and have possibly the most awkward moment oh. of 2020. Millie, me and you, Roger, let's put that money to good use. You know, I'm happy to donate it. Let's talk. I'm looking forward to it, Roger. Call me. Man Cave, your place. Monday Night Football. Let's do it, buddy. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> That's great. That is pure elation at the end of that. With his smile, I wish you guys could see it. I mean, I would be elated if I got that 
I don't know about two hundred fifty thousand dollars it costs, but yeah, that's He'll a, diff- get a tax he's break a diff- for charity. Yeah, but, tax break. Write it off. Listen, I'll Love say it. this: uh, <laughs> it's a lot of money, but the satisfaction that he has to feel—that he like, what's Roger Goodell going to do right now? Is he going to tell him he can't go over to his house? Well, it's all what, for the kids, what are right? The parameters: Can he not record anything? Does he have to keep, remember everything off the dome or not write anything down? What? I don't think it's a matter of recording. I think it's a matter of like I don't think that he. I don't think that Portnoy thinks he's going to get any content out of this, like that he's not going to bring out of the experience. Oh, sure. You, you know what I'm if saying? He's going to write it off. <laughs> he might end up like, what if he puts a wire on himself? Yeah. That would be hilarious. I bet they would. They'll probably. Pat I bet him they down. would check him. That sounds like some barstool stuff, and they would check him. They would check yeah, him. Yeah, because yeah, like the NFL has its own like police force. Oh, it's it's a <laughs> trillion dollar industry now. Quarter of a million dollars to rub it in someone's face. His look, man, like that look he. It's gave elation. At the end. It's a gym class hero like smile. Like it's, I just dominated you, Roger Goodell. It's the exact opposite of your face this morning after losing eleven to zero on the court. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I was gonna get dropped <laughs> in here. Oh, I'm sorry. That just happened. Listen, okay, so all right, let's address the elephant in the room. Oh well. Okay, I did a bunch of talking um prior to uh this weekend. And all the way up until this morning, uh me and Perez took it out on the court, tried to settle it like men. Unfortunately, uh it's like I didn't even play. I got beat eleven to zero, well eleven to one, and then eleven to zero. So I might as well have just gotten beat eleven to zero twice. I'm shameful. I will come back stronger from this. He but said I he feel, wasn't expecting defense to be a part of it. I feel ashamed. No, <laughs> I mean Perez came hard with the D, and I wasn't expecting that. Credit to him. Locked him up. Locked him up. <laughs> Sorry, he did come hard with the D. <laughs> wow, it was so hard. It's been a while. It's been about eight months, right? Eight months. Man. Oh wow! Oh wow! That just happened. Without yeah. bringing the D. Oh, yes. Anyways, I got hard. worked. I got worked in basketball. Okay, it's fine. If I, you have a speech you'd like to make, please do. No, I just and wanted, let's to, move on I wanted with to get it, it out the there time. so we can move on. It's really just for. I've lived in the shame like half a day already. Yeah, I know. I don't feel good about it. If that's what you mean. But back to uh, <laughs> the main topic here: Dave Portnoy going hard in the paint. On Roger Goodell. It was amazing. Real hard in the paint. That's We're all, all looking all forward right to the there. Super Bowl in many ways. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, this is just a random Monday night football game. Oh, so. I thought it was a Super Bowl. No, it's for, it's a Monday night football oh, okay. game. But still, I mean, hey, there it is. Portnoy, Goodell. One room, awkwardness, aplenty. Yeah, this is all-time gold. Gym class hero. Sneaky savage. All right, here we go. Time for everyone's favorite game. You know what it is. You know it. You love it. It's pick one, y'all. Put the fellas in two difficult situations. See which one uh, they choose to endure. Gentlemen, are you ready? Yes. Let's do this. Oddity Central says Arinda Weaver of Ohio. It's an odd name. A-R-I-N-D-A. Arinda? That's how you would pronounce it, right? A-R-I-N-D-A. Yes. We've been doing a lot of frenetics work this morning. Yeah. Arinda? Arinda? Okay, anyways, moving on. Uh, Of Ohio earns a living by posting videos and pictures of her long toenails. Okay. Keep going. She went went into business for herself Mm. in 2006 after people started commenting on some of the pictures she was posting after a while. 
Men currently pay $14.39 for videos of her tapping her toenails on the ground and popping bubble wrap. <laughs> okay. Well, heroes, guess what? You just found yourself a new full-time job. <laughs> for the next year. Sign me up. <laughs> you'll be working as Aaron does personal human prop. <laughs> okay. With her fantastically long and completely disgusting toenails rubbing all over your man body, you are now her video prop. She's going to scratch you and rub her toenails on you. Now, when I talk about a woman with long toenails, it's the type that grow and curl back. You've seen those, right? Mm. Sometimes you see the chicks with them. They are just so absurdly long. Okay, so you got that option. You can be the uh, toenail prop or... How do they walk? Bro, good question. Never with shoes on. Always sandals. Right? But even... Uh, that's a... Another, I guess you'll another, ask her. That's another conversation. I guess I'm you'll sorry. ask her later on, won't yeah. you? Okay. I'm trying to figure out when the bad part's coming in. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or in this uh, weird time without sports, I'm sure y'all have seen uh, the highlight clips that ESPN is posting to social media. Well, one interesting event we've seen a lot of is open hand slapping competitions. Brutal. Oh, okay. Jesus. Well, here us. Give me the toes. You've decided that uh, slapping dudes is your new calling. Okay. That slaps. Yeah, that does slap. (laughs) Slaps a little different of it. But, Heroes, you want to make your mark on the uh, slapping world? Forget working your way up the ranks. Uh, You want to take this straight to the top, dog. Okay? Like, you don't want to play the games. You're not trying to, like, you're trying to make your mark. You're trying to Conor McGregor the slap fighting world. Okay? Unfortunately for you, uh, the top dog is also known as the mountain from the Game of Thrones. You've seen him? You know, the guy that just set a Guinness World Record for putting up an 1,100 plus pound deadlift. 1,100 pounds deadlifted it. It's like three of us times three. (laughs) That's insane. Also, unfortunately... For you guys, uh, your career might be a little shorter than you envisioned because uh, first attempt, the mountain lines you up and delivers a soul-crushing bitch slap to your moneymaker, okay? It slaps. <laughs> Immediately, first strike, your career is over, okay? Crack jaw, broken orbital, popped eardrum, and a concussion. But I'm sure you will recover nicely in a couple of months. So... Do you want the disgusting fungus toenails rubbing all over you, using your body as their own personal pleasure chest? Or are you taking one hit from the mountain? One open-handed slap from possibly the biggest man in the world. Pick one. I mean... I know you're slightly turned on by the gross toenails. Yes, I am. (laughs) I won't deny it. I won't deny it. I think... One of the maybe the moment in Game of Thrones that stood out to me the most is when Oberon Martell, Martell got his face crushed in. Well, and you know what? And, and I you, were so that. you thought he had won too. Thought and he had like, won. Man, you, you were like, damn, he took down the mountain. And yeah. then and then his and then his lady just went ape shit, and we're all like, 
Oh, oh my god. Yeah, like, dude, dude yeah. just got his face squished in. And That's like, kind of how a picture getting slapped by the mountain would go down. His fr- the front of his face went to the back of his head. I don't want to be in the same room with that guy. Like have you ever <laughs> have you seen these guys doing uh like their practice videos on watermelons? Oh, like with world's strongest man? No, with the slappers. Oh, with the slaps? No. No, they have like videos because they. I've seen a couple of different. Like, oh, this ads is a whole new it. rabbit hole I need to explore. Yeah, because like they're. I've seen previews of these slap competitions going down. <laughs> like I've caught little bits of it, like late night on ESPN the Ocho, I think. And they these guys practice on watermelons, and they slap this watermelon, and it just explodes. Wow ridiculous i mean and you got to think about it there's actually rules with that competition like you're not supposed to hit them in the ear like you're supposed to make contact with their face like with the palm if you hit your palm in their ear it's like doesn't count so you got to redo the strike (laughs) like what kind of rule is that yeah man like i'm not about that life give me them toes okay usually i would say things like nobody makes me bleed my own blood yeah, but I mean, he will make you bleed your he, own blood. He would make me bleed. So, give me, give me the catchphrase. I don't think I'm ready for that jelly on your feet. <laughs> That's a good one, right? <laughs> Birds, let me hear it. Let me hear it. Are you going nails? You going mountain? I know you're intimidated a little bit by both. So let's hear it. I'm, I'm really not. I don't have like a. So I'm gonna go with. Give me the toenails, Bob. <laughs> give me the toenails, Bob. I don't hate. I've never been a feet hater. I don't particularly Wait, what does like- that mean? Uh, hold on, dude. You either like the feet or you don't like the feet. Like, do you no, occasionally no, get there the feet? Are, there are people like me that just really don't care at all. Okay, when you have you ever been getting it on with uh, somebody and feet were in play? No. Okay, so this is a new experience for you. What about you, P? You got any feet play in your life? <laughs> any never- foot fetishes to know of? Like, I'm not grossed out by regular feet. Like really nasty Jesus feet. Uh, well, I did have one girl ask me the next morning if I played with her feet while she was asleep. That was weird. Like if they like wait, using hold on, their feet? hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> she had a bad experience one a, time. She had a bad experience. Yeah, she we, had we, some we dude like blurp that. Yeah. Out. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> anyway. I mean, if a girl is digging using her feet to do certain things then okay like i've never had that happen but thomas is like the editing is gonna be amazing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, i'm not gonna say no if it's what works for her okay so you're into what works for her okay so if point. the feet gotta happen the feet gotta happen up to a point but would you want it as a profession for a whole year yeah yeah, yeah it's tough man oh. i mean i know you say give me the toes but I mean. rather than having my face crushed by the mountain but it was one one and done it's a year of, but I'm of getting gross. You said, like, you said profession, which means I'm getting paid for it. You do get paid one time shot. No, the, the oh, nails. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna get like 05 percent of that fourteen thirty nine per video. How many how many subscribers are we talking? I'm pretty sure she's loaded with subscribers. Yeah, give me the, give me the nails. Yeah, man. Give me the nails, Bob. You can give me the nails, back. Bob. Give me the nails. Give me the nails. <laughs> she can scratch my back. <laughs> in a couple of ways, with yeah. a little bit of payday and a little bit of love. That's right. <laughs> so make sure they're clean. All right, uh, toenails, playground games, and bitch slaps. Uh, talk about all over the place. But as always, uh, we appreciate y'all listening. Give us a little love.
with some rate and review action so we can uh, spread laughs to the masses, y'all, at Gym Class Hero Podcast. Uh, we may have seen the most savage and sneaky Gym Class Hero moment of the year so far from Barstool's Dave Portnoy. But hey, look, y'all, it's May right now. It's literally May right now. So uh, who knows what kind of gems we'll uh, see over the second half of the year. Hey, hey P-Ref. Hey. P-Ref. How you doing? Hey, P-Ref. <laughs> That's what my friends call me. <laughs> we introduced him the other night, and we were like, don't call him Chris. Call him Perez. And my buddy Jeff is call- calling him P-Ref. <laughs> All right. All night. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm digging these book recommendations you've been doing. So uh, hit the listeners with another one. Here comes another one. <laughs> and another one. Um, another <clears throat> one. Wherever you go, there you are. Do you know who does that? Oh, yeah. Um, Wherever You Go, There You Are by my boy John Kabat-Zinn. Okay. There it is, guys. Solid. That's P. Rez's third recommendation. So uh, know that I'm going to probably ask you again next time. We're going to start a book club. Okay. The Gym Class Hero Book Club. Absolutely. That can be a little offshoot for us. Our books are better than yours. (laughs) Our books totally dominate yours. We're going to take the world tour. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Burns. After two days and about 12 hours in Charleston, how's your experience been so far? You want to tell these people how happy and giddy you were on the late night last night? You know, I I had a great time. Uh, Thank you first and foremost for having us. Yeah, Uh, of course. Yeah. All time. All that. Charleston's probably one of my top five places. Uh, Folly Beach, especially just because that's where the beach is. But um, last night we had an amazing time. We went in to Sullivan's Island and went to what Thomas calls the universe. It's so cool, y'all. It Way is. Cool. It's like uh, it reminds me of like the Omnimax Theater when it's you're a planetarium. When you're in like you're a sphere of just straight stars and galaxies, and you go out to the beach and you look up and you see everything. Yeah. And we we looked at our little stars and galaxies apps, and you know looked at all the satellites, the moon or the you know the stars and everything, and. We came across at about it was about midnight, yeah, twelve thirty ish, a an asteroid or shooting star that looked so close and so vivid that we we all just ran down the beach like screaming, screaming. like we had won the Super Bowl. I mean, it, it, was, <laughs> it was amazing. It was, it was a surreal moment, and you know, I, I'll I'll never forget it. And it was one of the cooler things that we've been a part of. So that's uh, to me that that kind of stuff. You always remember, and you'll never forget. You are never going to forget that shooting star last night. It was worth the three-hour drive, not just that, but everything else, and we thank you so much. Yeah, also, like, you stayed a little bit, like, normally we're completely wrecked the whole time. We've done a little more adulting this time. Yeah, we didn't drink so much. Last time, we needed IVs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Perez is... Completely non drinky. So, I mean, I'll, I'll remember this one. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> the last one he did in studio, not so much of a good look. Yeah. We, uh, I think it was awake. But last night at like 1 30, we were about to leave and we tried to, we all hugged the universe for one more shooting star. Yeah. And as we were leaving, we got a good one. It's and funny. it was, it we was, did, it we was, did bring it to life. It was almost we? like the somebody out there was hearing us because we were speaking to him. Yeah, man. Like, I feel like I need to, like, let people know about that place. Like, not a lot of people. Don't let too many people know. Yeah, the, the locals no, but, won't like, like I want to take my son out there. Oh, yeah. You know, sure. like, I want I want Ethan to people see that. People that you love and care about. Yeah, like, dude, that was, it's an amazing, 
like breathtaking spot. It's pretty cool, man. I like to bring my lady out there. Yeah, well, we know what your motivations are. Episode 12. <laughs> That's happening. <laughs> of the uh, Gym Class Hero podcast, the Sneaky Savage. I mean, that was really well done by Portnoy. I mean, come on, guys. Perfect. <laughs> like, let's see if anything else in 2020 can beat that one. Uh, again, I'm Thomas Michael, your host, creator, and Dave Portnoy fanboy. Uh, we're starting to get back to normal around here a little bit. Uh, this weekend has felt like pretty normal, but, you know, still a little weird. Better than normal. Uh, I strongly encourage y'all to uh, hold on to some of those like new positive, productive habits you picked up during quarantine. We've been talking a lot about it over the weekend. It's getting better. Uh, nothing wrong with being nice to yourself, y'all. So if that's if you if you've gone that direction during quarantine, keep that up. But more importantly, y'all, be nice to each other. Damn it. We'll catch y'all for episode fourteen of the Gym Class Hero Podcast.